the Vitzelim base has, is a favorite source of uh, material for the crime families of the Negev. Uh, the situation at Salim is so out of control and has been for such a long time that the IDF actually had to dig a moat around the base to keep uh, marauders, really, marauders from Bir Haddad and the surrounding uh, Bedouin communities from waltzing off with everything that's not nailed down, things that are nailed down, in, in, in fact, uh, parts of tanks, jeeps, uh, private uh, um, reserve soldiers had all of their belongings stolen, cars stolen, all of their computers stolen, religious items stolen, tefillin, um, bar- barracks ransacked while the soldiers were out doing um, practice runs out in the field, targets stolen, and again, the IDF is the largest source of ammunition for the crime families uh, in and and it's coming from IDF bases that are attacked regularly, uh, targeted even, um, and just you know they're broken into and and whole warehouses are emptied out. So 26,000 bullets this week, but that's only what they discovered and not necessarily all of it. Now we've had very similar incidents of theft, um, of quite daring acts mm-hmm. of theft from army bases in the south yeah. um, in the past. Yeah. After previous incidents, soldiers were given the authority to open fire at individuals stealing weapons and ammunition, uh, and the rules of engagement were updated, but it doesn't seem to be doing much good, does it? Uh, The rules of engagement may have been changed on paper, but uh, the soldiers don't really want to have to be stood before a court-martial and and have the whole thing investigated and have them go through the whole legal process. The very basic idea here is that there is no deterrence and um, wiping, it, 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 we, the, the state of Israel has to take the offensive against these crime families, and it has not done so. Constantly being on the defensive is not going to work. This, of course, is just one facet of the lawlessness across the Negev, what Regevim likes to refer to as Bedouistan. Um, another element is the protection rackets that are very common in these communities. Um, I understand there was a debate in the Knesset uh, in the committee last week. Tell us what happened there. What happened there is that the debate was essentially not even a debate. There was a subcommittee hearing about the payment of protection money and what should be done about it. Uh, and our representative uh, in the Knesset subcommittee hearing actually pointed out that the government of Israel itself pays protection money. The, the costs for uh, security, for example, at uh, educational institutions in the Negev are the highest in the country, and it is a fallacy. It's not that there are actual security guards at these schools. It's that the state of Israel, uh, in an attempt to hide the fact that it's paying protection to extortionists in the Negev, is uh, including in the education budgets security for the schools there. And this is a way that they're paying off people who are either demanding um, extortion payments because they claim to own the land, which is, of course, state land on which the schools are built, or they are um, getting massive contracts for uh, transportation of students, which actually doesn't ever happen. Um, or, and if they don't get these payments, they simply set the school buses on fire. Um, there, there are all sorts of ways in which the, the state of Israel continues to pay protection money to crime families in the Negev and hides it in these ridiculous budgets that are coming through. And if you examine the state budget, 
and you compare the costs of education in the Negev to, it, to costs anywhere else in the country, you'll see that it's simply outrageous. It's exorbitant. It's a lie, and the state knows that it's paying this protection money and trying to hide it. But the Israeli taxpayer is paying the price here. So what was decided at this committee meeting, if anything? Well, that the, uh, the question of protection uh, racketeering has to be addressed. Um, real, real, a real, for the first time, it's really being addressed as a national uh, threat. And uh, much high, much, uh, uh, a task force has to, be, um, has to be appointed, and legislation for and, um, minimum punishments have to be instituted. And really, this has to be addressed for the first time as an actual national threat. Now, Regavim is about to release a video clip uh, to the public of um, a community center in a Bedouin community in the Negev, um, which you claim uh, 10 million shekels of yeah. uh, um, taxpayers' funds were directed towards this. Uh, just to describe to our listeners the video clip, it looks like a bomb has dropped on this building. Um, it's in such a state of disrepair. Uh, what are we seeing here? What we're seeing here is just one example. This, this, uh, the footage was actually taken by a journalist, Akiva Bigman, who went down to the Negev to visit Bedouistan uh, to see where Israeli taxpayers' money is going. Uh, this, this community center in Ksefa is just one example. Ten million shekel of Israeli taxpayers' funds were invested in creating community center in Ksefa. And I will point out and I will remind your listeners that we've been in court for years over the fact that Bedouin municipalities in the Negev not only fail to collect taxes from the people living there, but actually have no system by which an assessment or a tax collection could actually be carried out. So every single penny of any public service down in the Negev doesn't come from the people who, there who, like you and I, pay their municipal taxes for municipal services. You and I are paying for everything that happens in the Negev. And this particular community center in which 10 million shekel was invested is completely vandalized, completely derelict. Um, every single thing that could possibly be pillaged from it, including copper wiring, electricity lines, everything, panels from the acoustic ceilings, floor tiles, windows, every scrap of metal, every single thing has been pillaged. And, it's, uh, and there is no community center in Kefa. And what will happen is that the state of Israel will send another 10 million shekel down there, and they'll repair it, and then it'll be stolen again. The same thing has happened for high-speed internet connections, for all kinds of facilities for schools. Everything that is stolen is simply replaced at the expense of the Israeli taxpayer. This is insanity. <laughs> 